We have to hit record three times on three separate things now. That's okay. No, it's right? cool. Like that makes yeah. me feel cool. Okay. That it's just <laughs> such a sophisticated production, you know? Right, right. Cool. And here we are. Here we are. Oh, okay, great. We did it in all the places. We're going. We're going. And going. We're going. We're going and going. Cool. Uh, How are you? I'm good, Natalie. Did you know that <sighs> mice, right? Mice? The little. The small animals? Yep. They don't even like cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ask one? I did. I got his opinion and he was like, you know what? It's a myth. And I would prefer some fruit. Is that real? It is real. Yeah. The myth that uh, mice like cheese comes from, they used to just like leave it out just because cheese went bad early. So they would just fucking toss it in the streets or whatever. And so you'd always see a mice eating a cheese and so everyone was like they must like that stuff but they must it, love that but truthfully it's just if they're hungry enough they'll eat anything but they do not prefer cheese that's so interesting because whenever you think of like a cartoon mousetrap there's got a little a big got a little piece of cheese on it yeah, yeah yeah they don't even like it huh doesn't that just well, blow your mind you learn something new every day you do and that's my gift to you today thank you thank you all do rats like cheese i haven't done the survey or the research you didn't ask a rat i think they're included in this no rats and mice rats aren't mice rats are kind of mice though you know what i mean but you can't you're not gonna have a scientific study about mice and just have it blanket applied to rats also you're right the tail's different you're right (laughs) the The tail's tail's different they're different they're different animals and that's that's on me and i'm sorry to our rats out there but (laughs) Sorry to all the rat listeners out yeah, there. I get you confused with mice. I mice, always think of my study is about of, mice, just so you know. Okay. I always think of like mice and rats as like the butterfly and the moth of the rodents, you know? That's a good way to look at it for sure. Mm-hmm. Or like the frog and toad, you know? The frog and toad is really clicks with me, that mm-hmm. that analogy. And then there's Pokemon stuff you could do, of course. Well, I couldn't. You could. <laughs> and I want to thank you. You know, you didn't talk me out of spending $300 on Pokemon cards. But when I said out loud to you that I almost did that, your response did confirm to me that I should close the tab, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then I, 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 I would like to believe that I redirected you to Build-A-Bear. You did redirect me to build a bear. Pokemon merchandise. Who knew? Who knew? I thought they just had bears. No, they got all kinds of stuff. And they you got- can the the big part of it is that not only do they have a variety of things you can stuff, but then they have so many clothes. Right. You put I- you can put anything on these on these animals. See, and I'm not that into the clothes. I feel like maybe I just need a plushie. You know what I mean? I'm getting to that part of mental health too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. You get it. Yeah. That's why I have a tiny chihuahua. But sometimes, you know, you want one that's not going to leave. Yeah. That's kind of like a stuffed animal, you know, that's alive. It's a, it's an animal. Right. Just an animal. <laughs> it's just an animal. Mouse. Uh, it's a mouse. Should we play the song? Yep. You got it. <laughs> so that's it, huh? Your chips are down and you're throwing the towel. I don't think so. Because there's still one podcast out there that we can count on. Hey, everyone. Hey, folks. 
Hey everyone. What's up everyone? You're listening to My Ex and I with Natalie, Natalie and Michael. and Michael. Two people who used to date, but don't anymore. They talk about their lives, dating, relationships, and basically everything else. But they're not professionals. They're just making jokes. Don't take anything they say too seriously. It's My Ex and I podcast. Natalie can't stop talking and Michael can't stop bleeding. They're talking, talking exes, exes for the rest of you. Why would you start a podcast with your ex? Because loneliness is that hard. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And my ex and I have a podcast together. And this is one episode 103. 103, feeling free. Feeling free. You, you're a good podcast co-host because you saw me. I was on the rails there and I wasn't going to stop. And you were like, right. we, got, we got to pick these people up before we go to you know Kyoto yeah. or whatever. Right, which right. I very there much are, appreciate. We have certain beats we have to hit. Exactly. Otherwise, we're not a train. We're just you know moving. <laughs> Is a yeah. train a train without the passengers? Who yeah, knows? Yeah, I mean, we actually you know should use a lot more of our uh, current railway system for passenger trains. I would argue. So this I, is our this welcome to our pro public transit podcast love it let's get into it my mom let's and get, i also had a big get into it. conversation about the judicial system and how they treat drug addicts this morning so great one more thing about ready. trains i sure saw go ahead a, <laughs> i saw a list of the best like metro train systems in the country uh number th- three Town. nice number the, one the big easy they call it nope number oh. one New York City, obviously. But sure. can you guess what number two is? <sighs> number two in the United mm-hmm. States. Yeah. When I think of trains, those are the two. Those that are the I two. The re- it was a funny list because it was like top 10, but there's only 15. Right. <laughs> Pu- like public right. rail systems in the country. So bummer that you're missing out on the top 10 if, yeah. if you're in this country. <laughs> right. Oh, I don't know. Maryland? Uh, D.C. Oh, that makes sense. I've ridden a yeah. train in D.C. I should yeah. have thought of places where I've ridden trains. <laughs> right. I thought you would. I thought that would be like a little easy anecdote and then move yeah. on. Oh, man, I blew it. You did. But do right. my Do mice like cheese? Nope. You got it. Uh, I learned that today. <laughs> you did. I teach up there. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, I, how are you? Did we do this? How are you? No, we didn't do this. Great. I'm all right. I have a knee bleed at the moment. Okay. Which is less than ideal. Sure. I can't move a lot. Okay. I didn't sleep a lot last night. Well. But there was also pending dog news. Right. Right. We had a we had a little Bennett scare. Yeah. Um, which, as the audience knows, I can't handle, and you can't handle. <laughs> no. No. I was crying a lot yesterday. So hilariously, I've started wearing my contacts a lot more, but um. My contacts funny. immediately become uncomfortable when I cry. Um, and sure. so it's I, like as soon as I start crying in a day, which, you know, I'm on about a daily cry cadence. Sure. You know, you know. sometimes we skip a couple of days in a good week. But uh, so, it, you know, I can really measure my days by how long I can bear to wear my contacts. Wow. And yesterday they were out by like 11 a.m. because mm-hmm. I woke up. It started Bennett, early. Bennett had kind of coughed up blood all over my bed. And so I'm like, it's a lot. And I'm uh, like calling the vet and I'm trying to clean it up and I'm trying to make sure he's okay. And like, 
the vet is asking me if he's eating. And I was like, I haven't offered him food. And they were like, can you do that? And so I'm on the phone with them trying to get him to eat. He's confused. It's not his normal routine. So he's not really eating. And then I'm confused. And I'm like, what do I do? And they're like, you should just come in tomorrow at 8 a.m. And today was tomorrow. Uh, And I went in and it was more fine than I thought it would be. Yes. And that's the good news. That is the good news. Um, He's he's a you know, for how old he is, he's as healthy as can be. The only thing is that his airway is just chronically collapsing and there is a surgery that they could do for that, but it's kind of not worth the risk. And so it's kind of just something that we have to manage and control his coughing. Uh, I sent you a picture of the x-ray yeah. of his airway. It Too is small. So It is stressfully small. Too small, I would say. Like, like like a like a drinking straw. Yeah, yeah, yeah is yeah. what that dog is breathing out of. It's terrifying. Terrifying. <laughs> and he coughs. He coughs to open it up. He coughs to open it up. And but the thing is, the thing is, he coughs to open it up. But I can also tell that he has some control over the coughing, and like if if there's like a change in energy or if I misdirect it, like he will stop during an episode. And I think it's that he's like stressing himself out. Yeah. And he is like scared and doesn't know what to do and he's trying to get my attention, but I can't do anything for him. And so he's just stressing himself out. So in addition to, you know, we got some new cough medicine. We got a re-up on our old cough medicine. Cough medicine, we got him some NSAIDs and he also got an anti-anxiety pill. And I gave that to him today and, and, you know, he's obviously really tired because he had a big morning, but I think maybe it's helping. Like he's just not getting as worked up and I think stressed out over the fact that he kind of can't breathe very well. Sure. Which is stressful. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's just a high strung pooch. He, and he always has been. Yeah, for sure. And he (laughs) is not, you know, when we set out to get a dog. Right. We weren't like, let's get a really good dog who's going to be super obedient and docile. <laughs> we just wanted a little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been last on my list, to be honest. <laughs> truthfully, truthfully. I was not going in there looking for a good dog. I was no. going in there looking for a little guy. Yeah. And that is what we found. But he is has, he knows what I want him to do most of the time. Like, we've been together for almost seven years. We've figured out ways to communicate. He completely comprehends my meaning sometimes. And then just chooses to ignore it. Yeah, like a cat. <laughs> like a cat, yeah. He's an well, asshole. But I love him so much. Yeah, And he's, I'm so he's glad that he's okay. Oh, me too. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was, it was a scary day. It was stressful. Yeah. But we're doing good. We're hanging in there. He's old. You know, he's going to he's gonna. Yeah. fall. We're all going to get there. Yeah. Oh, we can't get into this. <laughs> so my knee hurts. <laughs> Well, I have so I actually I actually wrote down things to talk about this week. I like started a notes app notes and I said every time I think about something to say on the podcast, I'm going to put it in here. I love that. So we're going to do those and then I'm going to do the one thing that I wrote down and show you how not worth it it was to write down. <laughs> we're going to do a juxtaposition between Natalie's preparation and my preparation for this week just so the audience understands. Well, it w- it wasn't actually dedicated preparation. It was just thoughts. It, yeah, it that's was great. very much like the first thing I wrote down was, I think my favorite word is ass. Oh, I like this. Okay, that's great. That's great. First of all, that, great. 
first of all, like, so it's not, it's a low effort situation, but I think my favorite word is ass. And you can see someone responding to it. That's, I think that's the difference between the things that we wrote down. Oh, right. Sure. Yours is just not going to encourage a good conversation on our podcast. It's just something that wasn't even worth tweeting, but I want to say it on my (laughs) podcast. You know what I mean? You got it. So ass (laughs) is a word that it can be so many things, much like fuck. It can be so many things. Um, I love that just ass is in my mind a bad thing. I responded wow. to bad news with that's ass earlier this week and I loved it. It was so satisfying. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's ass. But That's like a young person thing to do, I think. I am a young person. That's true. But if you add anything to ass, it usually means good. Badass, kick ass. Like that's if true. you just modify the ass, it yeah, becomes yeah. good. Something that I love is you can tag ass onto like a noun and that noun becomes an adjective. So, right. You know, like uh, I always think of, for whatever reason, I have this memory of talking to Zach about breakfast. Can I guess? Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Bre- breakfast ass breakfast. That's breakfast an, ass that's breakfast. from an Earl Sweatshirt interview. Yeah. I I don't know why that is a quote I associate with our friend Zach, but it is. And it's a perfect example of this linguistic experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Additionally, um, it's ju- it just feels good to say, I think. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And butts so, are great. Yeah. So that's all. <laughs> that's really good. I like that's it. That's all. Thank you. What, what's my favorite word, you ask? Yes. Oh, I should have been thinking about that while you were talking. Oh, another thing. I love that uh, you can also use it in the phrase looking ass. Anything oh, looking yeah. ass, hilarious. That is good. The kids like that. The kids do that yeah. a lot on Twitter, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That is. I, I'll say that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, no lunch having ass. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know when you would use that. But if you were, say, you were bullying another kid in middle school. If I ever wanted to make fun of a bald guy, I'd say Andrew Tate looking ass. That's a much better example. Yeah, there you go. Mine was ins- not only insensitive, but not worth it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the word soliloquize. Oh, well, yeah. Go, go ahead. L- uh, less less uh, flexible. Less you're flexible, really, sure, yes. Really well, really I didn't, know, I didn't know we were picking for utility here. I, I yeah. I, mm. you th- <laughs> hmm. I didn't pick ass for the poetics. I picked it for the for the you know, the multi-tool of it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that. It's okay. the Swiss army knife of words. It is, it is. Like much like fuck. Much like fuck. I'd probably say fuck more than anything. Yeah, but it's just that's just what I, that's the default for everybody. I you get know? It. I get it. Listen, it seemed like too simple of an answer, so I didn't say it. Yeah, yeah. I also like the C word, which is <laughs> controversial. <laughs> You had to censor yourself. I did because I know if, if I say that around my mom, it looks like I'm spraying her in the face with like a water bottle you used to train dogs. <laughs> she has like a visceral reaction to it. So I do censor myself a lot. But it that that brings me more catharsis, I think, than anything else. I think I don't censor myself to use that word. I just use it, I think, in the way that a lot of people intend to use bitch. But bitch to me is just, it has never been an insult. Like yeah. I would never, if I really genuinely was mad at a person, I would never call them a bitch. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's entirely too casual. I'm going to call them a cunt. You it know? is. Like, yes. 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 
That's that how is, you know I'm not fucking around. It's much better. Well, yeah. you're also a woman. Sure. Because sure. I, I, I'm not going to call a woman a cunt. There's no way. I, that, that, yeah. Oh, you shouldn't. You absolutely shouldn't. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But just like a like calling a chair on which you stubbed your toe a cunt is very funny. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Bitch is another one that you modify a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch is good. Bitch is good. I just the only reason that I like bitch <laughs> less than ass is because there are some people who do use it maliciously. Yeah, that's I think true. they're I think they're wrong and it has no power. No. But the the intent is there and it just sours it. That's another thing. As as meaningless as it is, I can't I can't use it towards women. Well, it, it, uh, to me when somebody uses it towards me, it's just like it's hilarious that you thought that was going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. There's a lot of things you could say to me to hurt my feelings. A lot of things. That's not on the list. That's not on the list. No. It's too no. impersonal. It's too impersonal. Wait, yeah. you well, I'm a bitch. Trust yeah. me, I'm a bitch. You're a bitch, you know? Like, we can all agree. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, you're not wrong. Nobody disagrees. <laughs> and you have boss ass bitch. That was huge for bitch. Right, right. Bitch really did get, in the girl boss era, it got a rebrand. Yeah. It did, which it needed, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We like it. Okay, let me look at the other thing I put down. That was a good one. Oh, <laughs> I found a complex article that details um, all of the different meanings of the F in Wheezy F Baby throughout <laughs> Lil Wayne's discography, all the different things that the F has standard stood for. And I wanted to read you my favorites and have you just rate them, you know, give me your how good do you think these are? <laughs> I didn't know. Okay, so obviously we're familiar with his name, <laughs> Wheezy F Baby. Wheezy F Baby. I talked about I talked about this in a previous episode of this podcast, but one of my favorite high school memories was a woman introducing her informative presentation and communications on Little Wayne by saying Wheezy F Baby as if that was his name. Yes. I didn't know that he used he utilized it. I yeah. I kind of just thought he threw it out there. So I'm I'm eager to not only hear this list and give my opinion, but also hopefully it'll jog a memory because I was a Lil Wayne fan for many years. Yeah, no, it, he like this is a long list. He uses this as a wow. lyrical device several times. I feel uh, like in, I'm fucking his up. work. Um, the first one that that the list uh, refers to is, um, from the song "The Drought." from 2003 yes uh my name happens to be wheezy f baby the f is for you to find out man right okay little mystery there that i like little that mystery one. there yeah yeah what does he mean though who can say the f is for you to find out man yeah so where are you gonna where, not knowing what else is on that list how are you gonna rank that here it's so funny to have someone giving you their undivided attention by listening to a piece of art that you're making and you saying to them, it's for you to find out this piece of information that I just gave you. I don't know what more work you want me to do. You got to pay attention. Uh, come on. Yeah. This is a breadcrumb I'm going to weave throughout my career that you need to, that you really need to focus on. Okay. So that one slipped me by. I'm familiar with the song. That one slipped me by because honestly, there wasn't a lot of resolution in it. Right. But I still like the attitude behind it. Okay. Yeah. Great. How many how many uh, lighter flicks out of ten? 
Uh, I'm going to honestly, a three is jumping okay. on at me. Like, it's a okay. good place to start, but, uh, you know, I feel like not a lot. I don't think he knew at that point. You know what I mean? That's my no. fear is that he was like, it's for maybe he's talking to himself in that in that little line there. Could be. It's for you to uh, find out, Wheezy. A year later in the song Make You Mine, he says, it's Wheezy F baby. The F is for fresh. Yes. Okay, okay. I like that one a lot. We've clear we've evolved. Yes. He always does Wheezy F baby. Right. Well, not always, but he has to reference the phrase so you understand what the F stands for. Or I is like referring to. Thinking about an older person listening to that song, because Wheezy is obviously a word. Yes. And if you have a Wheezy baby, that's not good. That's not great. Wheezy F Wheezy that's- fuck it's a Wheezy fucking baby. It's a whooping cough. It's a whooping cough. It's going to, yeah, it's going <laughs> to die probably. You got to watch that baby. Yeah. Not a lot you can do about it. No, it's kind of like my dog. It's a le- little wheezy baby. Yeah, your dog's kind of a wheezy baby. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. Spelled differently. All right. So how do you feel about that one? It's a it's an improvement to be sure. I don't know how much of an improvement it is because uh, the resolution was fresh. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know. That's okay, but I think that's a little too obvious, you know, okay. and, and I've come to expect more from Lil Wayne, from D- uh, Dwayne Michael Carter, so I think I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Now, this next one is, I have to admit, kind of a personal favorite. Sure. Um, And I think that we're, you know, we lived through this tragedy that is about to be referenced. Oh, um, boy. So, you know, it's, it's, it's important to reflect on. Uh, sure. I got to bring the hood back after Katrina. Wheezy F baby. Now the F is for it's FEMA. It's for FEMA. Love it. That's great. Okay. So that's why we play. That is that's, what it is for. That's that, what this is about. That is why you leave an ambiguous initial in the middle of your fake name. Yes. That's great. Okay. That's after really good. Katrina, FEMA. That's fantastic. He brought the hood back. FEMA mm. didn't. <laughs> Is the is the problem there? I think like FEMA sure. famously kind of didn't do a great job pushing some pro FEMA propaganda. Wayne, I don't know, and maybe maybe that maybe we're not reading into it enough or giving him enough credit. Maybe that's what he means. Like obviously he tried, but yeah. didn't didn't necessarily fulfill his obligations. Sure, sure. Very yeah, and of course yeah, we do need to reflect on that tragedy. He gave us my favorite Kanye West moment. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Love it. One of the best clips on the internet, I think. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. seen that in a while, I encourage you to revisit that clip. It's old, right? Yeah, yeah. It was during. It's from. It's from. The- it was from like a broadcast to from MTV to like get people to donate, and he was standing next to Michael Myers of all people, Austin Powers himself. <laughs> And he did not know how to handle it because Kanye really went off script there. Incredible. The teleprompter did not say George Bush doesn't care about black people. Back when Kanye was cool. Yeah, man. That was those were the days. Okay. That that okay, lighter flicks out of ten. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm going to a ten. I like Yeah. That's it, the gold standard. It could get better than that, but I, again, th- this is why we play the game, Lil Wayne. And and he fucking knocked it out of the park with that one, I think. Now this next one is it's it's self-referential, which is bold, but I think it might be a little too simple for my tastes. 
Um, it's from the song Whip It uh, from 2008 from Whip the Carter Three. Uh, a bonus track on the Carter Three. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think I had the bonus tracks. He says, Wheezy F, and the F is for Don't Forget the Baby. Okay. Okay, this goes back to the whooping cough theory. Yeah, exactly. Is for Don't Forget the Baby. It doesn't work. It's a miss. You know? It's a miss it for it's sure. It's a miss. It's a miss. I'm honestly going to give it a one because yeah. it doesn't start with F is the problem. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's a miss. If anything, it's Wheezy Forget the Baby, you know? Right, right. And you're popping a dote in there where it doesn't belong. All right. The next one uh, from from the following year, uh, this song I don't think was on an album. It's a song called Told Y'all. Sure. This is why I I I said I was a little Wayne fan for years, but it's he was so just hard. fucking shitting out music he, for he so really long. Was and like wh- where is it? You know, it's nowhere. He just it's went nowhere. into the booth. He didn't write anything down. He just said things into a microphone, <laughs> and then a week later, it was on fucking. Uh, Frost SoundCloud or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. S- SoundCloud. And so now <laughs> I'm lost as a fan, but please. I'm taking your metal boy, Wheezy F Baby, and the F is for Forever Boy. Okay. Lazy, for sure. I I like the, I don't know, something about the for forever is good to me, like the repetition of that uh, vowel sound. But yeah, yeah. That's all I can really do for it in terms of defense. The F is for forever, boy. Is that what you're? Yeah. Doing? That's, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What medal is he taking? Like a like a, some sort of like. We don't award we don't context in this complex article. I'm so sorry. That seems like a miss on complex's part. I do, I do I do like it. That feels like a Lil Wayne lyric. You know what I mean? The fe- the FEMA hit me out of nowhere. Right. Uh, I wasn't expecting that from Lil Wayne. This one feels more true to form, and so I'm mm-hmm. gonna give it a a six. Great. Yeah, Great. I do. I do like it. We finally f- made our way to the album No Ceilings. Love it. Um, this is from the song Oh Let's Do It. Okay. No ceilings, let the bullets rain on you. Wheezy F and the F is for fuck what you gonna do. <laughs> I, I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slow burn. It's slow. It it's it seems like he's talking to himself though is my problem. It seems like sure. he's like Lil Wayne, what are you going to do? Yeah. He's having once again, this is his internal dialogue. Yes. That's that's my fear and that it loses a little bit of its gravitas when you realize <laughs> that Lil Wayne is in, in fact asking himself what he's going to do. We don't yeah. we don't know Lil Wayne. That's for you to decide. Right. But if if fuck what are you going to do as part of your name, it just seems like that's a you problem. Sure. So I'm I'm going to give it, I do like it though. It made me laugh. I'm going to give it a five out of 10. Great. Um, <laughs> five lighter flicks next, out of 10. This next one is my second favorite. Okay. And I'm just going to read it to you and then I'm going to let it sit yeah. with you. Okay. Um, This is from the song yes okay it's i don't think it's on an album who why would it be why would it be (laughs) (laughs) okay yes i do it big call me little astronomical wheezy f baby and the f is for phenomenal okay 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 (laughs) i remember this song now Mm -hmm. 
that one that is bars like because yeah. <laughs> you, you really sit back and you think does he know <laughs> because he doesn't write he doesn't write anything down he's just spitting he doesn't hit the spell check on it does he know <laughs> Well, that phenom- the phenomenal is not spelled that way. And, does and, he know what he did? And honestly, I'd like to think he does know. Yeah, I think he does. He does but know. But it's still so bold. It's so bold. <laughs> the F is for phenomenal. Lil Wayne, no, it's not. No, it's not. I like it. I like it a lot. That, I think, is my second favorite as well. I'm going to give it nine lighter flicks out of ten. Incredible. Phenomenal, I would say. Phenomenal. Yeah. That's that was a good. That was just that was my favorite rap I think so far. Nah, the fucking FEMA one is so good. So good. That might right, be now, the bar of Lil Wayne's career. Now here's a a, a classic. Where sure. you know, what is this? The Carter Four, six mm. foot seven foot. Yes, 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 yes. Young Money Militia and I am the Commissioner. You know when start wheezy because F is for finisher. Right. That to okay. me is quite classic. That is pretty good. That's the red wine of these. You, know? you think so? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was a Carter three man myself, but sure, I, I understand sure. what you're saying. Uh, this is 2011. Like I'm in high school. You know, this is what I remember. Right. I'm graduating high school. I've stopped smoking weed at this point. Lil Wayne is sure. certainly exiting my life. Sure. Sure. Uh, but I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. That's a rough one for me. I'm, I'm going to say seven. Yeah. I, it's palatable to me, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely palatable. Une- it's a little unexpected. It's a strong, you know, it's a strong moment, I think, in his career. I, yeah, I do like that this is like a repeating motif in his lyricism that you're never quite sure when it's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Because it doesn't even need to have an F in it, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It There's no rules. Kind of an F sound that he's working in there. Um, I think we'll, we'll, oh, sorry. Give me your rating and then we'll do one more. I think six. Six. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 I think so. Okay. Final one, which is, I think, I think we had to have this moment and I think he couldn't have had his career and not had this moment. Right. So that's (laughs) really how I'm feeling about this. This is from the song, how to hate. Okay. I wish you the best. Good luck, boo. Wheezy F for fuck you. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. That is yeah. just that is just a well packaged yep. little thing there. Yep. He wrapped really... that up in a bow and he shipped it with UPS, you know? Yeah. He also has a song called How to Love. This is he sort does. Of the, the the yin inverse. to that yang. Interesting. Yeah. I don't yeah. I, well, I'm not familiar with this one. It's featuring uh one T Pain. I see. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun. Both yeah. auto tune innovators, those I'm two. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. Yeah. My stone oh. cheese. Uh I like that one a lot. That one that one feels like a good punctuation to this whole segment and to the whole concept of Wheezy F baby working that into his name. Yes, yes. Or into his songs. I would say I'm gonna put it at a I'm gonna put it at an eight. It sits very it's above average, well above average. It's passing grades. I wouldn't yeah. I don't hate it. I'm not gonna That's... think about it later today, but it definitely served its purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for indulging me. I thought I love that. 
who better to discuss this, uh, you know, thought piece with than Michael? Yeah. I mean, wow. I could do a little Wayne piece every week and I'd be okay. satisfied. Maybe we transition to being a Wayne, Wayne cast. A little Wayne podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be fine with me. I I gotta I gotta my catch ex up on and some I material. and Lil Wayne. My ex and I, Lil Wayne, we get him on the podcast. <laughs> Lil Wayne, a skateboarder now. Oh, Wayne! I don't I don't know if you're familiar with that. Yeah, he got into skateboarding late in life, and because oh. he's Lil Wayne, everyone was like, "Lil Wayne, please, yeah, absolutely, we would, lo- we would love it." And so he just like hangs out with all the pro skaters now. He's on like some skateboarding podcasts. He's 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 a man of the culture for sure. But- that's awesome. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But you know, that just goes to show that you can you can get new hobbies later in life. You can get new hobbies and you're gonna look silly. He looks so silly when he skateboards oh, because sure. as an adult, that's a tough thing to learn. You yeah. can re- you can return to skateboarding after years of not doing it, but to be Lil Wayne and to start skateboarding in your forties, it's not gonna it's not gonna fit like a glove, you know what I mean? And so he he does look yeah. very silly. And of course, people wanted to film him immediately, which I'm a big proponent of. You shouldn't film yourself for like the first five years of your skateboarding, right? But he was filming week two immediately. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, it looks silly, but God bless him. It's kind of like how I was thinking about taking a taekwondo class, but I would look silly because I'm old. Yeah, but no, nah, you could get into taekwondo. You think? Yeah, why that one? Of all the I, martial arts. There's just one that's close by. Right. I think that's how Bruce Lee started. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, well, I can walk to this dojo. Yeah, this this dojo is way closer. So I'm <laughs> yeah. going whatever to, whatever this guy's selling, I'm going to buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. No, you should, because then you could fucking kick people's ass. That'd be kind of cool. Well, I, I think that would be cool. What if in my 30s, I just decide to turn my body into a weapon? Yeah, that'd be sick. Kind that'd be cool. sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fully support that. I don't know. I'm pretty tired usually. Which, right. Yeah, that's the thing. It is. <laughs> that's that's going to be work. That's going to be oh, work. Oh, gosh. And would you have to fight kids? Yeah, that's the thing also. I don't know if I want to hit a child. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, I am i don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't let myself. That'd be, you're all at the same skill level. I shouldn't. That feels weird. Here's why it's weird. When you, when you lose that's gonna be weird <laughs> yeah that's yeah, gonna that's be weird the thing that's the thing is i don't need to be humbled in that manner when some little shithead <laughs> just just like kid weapon yeah. all over you because they kids punch fast and they we do all know and they're that. little and fast just little and fast and you don't even mm-hmm. see them coming and they're so small right right they're so small so and then they're kids so you have to be like good great job yeah Kicking good job ass. yeah 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 oh, god <laughs> No, it'd be funny if you just totally overreacted <laughs> in the moment, like in the middle of class. Fuck! <laughs> Bryson beat me again! <laughs> Shit. Okay. Oh, that I would go to. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the concept of a rage room? Yes, yes. Those are kind of neat, huh? Those are neat. What the fuck is going on legally with those things? There's no there's no way it's safe. I mean, people have to be getting hurt constantly. I mean, you wear a lot of padding. Sure. But you're like smashing cars. Well, not necessarily. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, you I've can smash seen other like things. TVs. TVs, sure. But yeah. like those shards are getting everywhere. 
Well, you wear long sleeve clothes. You wear long sleeve clothes, but I'm just <laughs> saying it's it's it seems dangerous. It seems like I can't believe someone came into a boardroom and said, I want to just get people in a room with a bunch of breakable shit and just let them go crazy with these hammers and stuff. The hammers alone. You could hurt yourself I'm, with a hammer. I'm sure they have insurance, dude. If people can fucking zip line, people can break something in a room. You That's know, a good like they figured people, it out already. People bungee jump. Exactly. People, people skydive. They skydive. That's a huge yeah. one. People we swim. Can, we can figure it out. <laughs> swim? Swimming's dangerous. <laughs> can, yeah. Here's what happened. I was going to say swim with sharks, but I don't right. want to perpetuate that that image. You know, right. thank you, Steven Spielberg. Sharks are not that dangerous. Right. Everything's cool. My dad swam with sharks. And if my fucking dumb dad could have done it, then anyone could do it. Uh, but then I didn't know what to say. And I thought, well, drowning is still kind of dangerous. You could be out there in the waves. Sure. And so I just said swimming. Um, I want to say to you the next thing that I have written down. Yeah. What are we doing with like name meanings? <laughs> Everybody's like, my name means this. And I don't think that's true. <laughs> what am I, what's that about? Also, hey, I don't care. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a, 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 a portion of TikTok that like pre- they like to predict influencer baby names or like talk about weird baby names hilarious and they're always like rowan means angel of gold and it's like said it to who to who Why? to who when yeah it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't. is the thing you're wrong. You know how I know it doesn't? Because I didn't know it did. And so, like, it doesn't <laughs> and I, matter. And I know what words mean. And okay? I know what words mean. I have an English <laughs> degree. And so if Rowan doesn't mean angel of gold to me, it doesn't mean angel of gold <laughs> to anybody. That kid's going to maybe save it as an anecdote to throw out when he's really nervous at a dinner party at some point. But right. other than that, the names the names don't mean anything. Do you know what your name means? <sighs> It's. I mean, it's biblical. It's. It's got to be like a fucking. Well, worry it, not. I looked it up. It's got to have to do with Saint Michael. The like. Well, you're so the name Michael is from the the Hebrew name, and then there's a Hebrew word. Sure. Me, meaning, who is like God? Question mark. This is a rhetorical <laughs> question, implying no person is like God, and so I want to believe that Hebrew people walked around going, Michael. Who is like God? Who is like God? Who is like God? I love that my name means a rhetorical question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, I'm doing a 180 on this name thing. That's that's funny. (laughs) Actually, it does. All names have (laughs) precious (laughs) meanings. Who is like God? Who is like God? Mm. You you know that no one. No one's like God. No one. Yeah. I that is funny. I was bought because I went to St. Michael's school. Right. Boo. So I constantly felt overshadowed. Right. By the, you know. He was the everywhere. Big, the, the bigger one. Yeah. The bigger one. He was fucking everywhere with the statues. I'm sure, I'm sure. Did you also go to school with like a lot of Michaels? Yeah. Out of 60 people, I think four of us were named Michael, which is Great. not love good. Those. Not I good. love those odds. Yeah. Which is not good. Yeah. So, but obvi- I could overshadow them though. I wasn't intimidated by them. But this yeah. otherworldly figure stepping on the fucking devil's throat with a big sword. It's like, well, 
I'm I really good compete. at video games. I'm really good at video games. <laughs> no one seems to care. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think names mean things. You didn't look up your name. That you think they are. I did. Um, oh, okay. So my name comes from the Latin word Natalia. Ooh, Latin. Well, and you know how, do you know, there's like a, there's like Saturnalia is like a yes. holiday. And yes. so Natalia is like Christmas in Latin. Oh, that's um, fun. And so my name is like derived from the Latin word for Christmas. And you got Christmas tree farm. Christmas. Yeah. Would you look at that? That's fun. Do you think your mom did that on purpose? I don't. That no. happened what much later after I was named. Ah, maybe she did it because. She, you think my parents went out and purchased <laughs> an entire Christmas tree farm because of the name that I had? I mean, it's not impossible. It's, it's not impossible. That's true. I don't know why people buy Christmas tree farms, but that seems like as good of a reason as any. Um, I also looked up some of our friends' names. Okay, okay. Um, Paige, her name is from, uh, I'll read it. Uh, it's from an English sur- surname, meaning Paige. <laughs> In right. Middle English, which is, you know, like a little guy. It means like little boy, <laughs> <laughs> which I love because I buy paid shirts from the little boy section at Target. That is good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a little guy who took notes or something, you know, like a page, a scribe. Well, like a, pa- a page is like a, you could be a page to like a knight, right? Like they had squires and pages. Right. And they were little guys who were gonna be knights someday. And Not the people yet? that the people that wrote the monologues for David Letterman. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Pages. Right. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Um, I looked up our friend Ryan's name. <clears throat> uh it's uh it's an Irish name that Go figure. Is apparent that it's it's derived from an Irish word, and then this website says which is of uncertain meaning. <laughs> it, it is traditionally said to mean little king. Oh, that's cute. But like, why? But why? What? But why? <laughs> but who? Who, who made said it? that? Who made it? Who made it? Who made it? And am I to understand they were saying little king? That's, that's what I want to know. And like, then someone wh- was like, like, I'll name my baby that. Yeah, that's what I would. Or is it like, I'll name my baby this word, and I think this word kind of sounds like Little King. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. How do names come from? How do names come from? Audience, (laughs) let us know. Is Ryan a Little King? It's funny because he is is kind of little. Which came first, Ryan or the Little King? Yes, that I want to know. Uh, but any, uh, yeah, I just I wanted to know. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I like that. TikTok is a strange place for you, huh? Oh, I I love it, but it it also sends me on some thoughts. Yeah, we I just don't we don't have any close to the same experience with TikTok. No one does. No, it, you know the algorithm is scary and individualized. That does kind of make it a magical place. It it is magical, but it's also like I can't express to somebody what my experience is like there is nothing that i could say to you to make you understand what content is being curated for me i can't i cannot explain the entirety of it 
you cannot understand this experience I'm having. It's yeah, and it's so and no unique. one can. It's, it's it, unique no to one the can. individual. It's like saying I like restaurants. It's it's like what do you yeah. mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What, yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. I like Netflix, and it's like, well, yeah, but then what? Right. I like that. It wasn't worth doing a second example. Um, everyone got what I said. Uh, <laughs> speaking of our little king, he just had a, a TikTok break two million views. Oh, what a little king! And missed an opportunity to jam out to Lil Wayne. I told him this, Amelie, you should be listening to that. Two million. When something you to it I twice. said, yeah, maybe listen to it twice, and he didn't do it. Which seems like a missed opportunity. I'm looking for every opportunity to listen to that song. Little King. The beat is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that song. A Millie? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because without sure. without that vocal sample going every fucking half a second. Right. It's, what it's, is re- it? It's really not the same. That's a good song, though. It is a good song. To, absolutely. You know what beat is weird? What? Beyonce's... Yep. Single ladies. I saw that too. I also saw that. It's so strange and I love it. It's not great. It's not great. It's not great, but I kind of love how not great it is. Yeah. Because Beyonce was like, I'm going to write to this and it's going to be incredible. It also makes me think as someone who casually makes music, I should just get someone who can like sing really well because then the work is so minimal. Yeah. Yeah, Just fucking do anything. And everyone's like, that beat's kind of weird, but it's a great song. Right. Exactly. And that's all. That's all I really need. And that's how you write single ladies. And that's how you write single ladies. Yep. Wow. Okay. I'm going to reach out to her. You should. Beyonce. Be- hey. Hey, Beyonce. I noticed you made a questionable decision with a beach selection. Do you mind if I give you more <laughs> questionable beats? <laughs> I think we can recapture some of this magic. You know, you're in a different stage of life now. Maybe you want to describe, you know, other kinds of ladies. Yes. You know? comfortable late 20s ladies who right. you know like to use their crock pots right we make a song for them that's kind of what she was saying was <laughs> well you know <laughs> the first single ladies was for you know they were going to the club and eventually there comes a time in every single lady's life where you're in bed by 10 p.m right 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 okay so this is like post single this is like single ladies part two right right wow that's a that's a really good idea. Yeah, I think so. I feel like she could pop off with that one. Yeah, absolutely. But Beyonce is kind of the opposite of Lil Wayne in that she's so precious with the music she releases. I guess she's just like normal, but you know, right. she has to, she's got to put out bangers. It's got to be fucking knocking them out of the park every time. Otherwise, the legacy right. dies. Right. That's, you're absolutely correct. So I, I don't really think your beats have a place there. Sorry. No, 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 no. I'm saying... <laughs> We could we could make something special, but to throw out such a heavy concept like Single Ladies Part Two, she might not have the bandwidth to do that. Oh, so it's not your beats we're scrapping; it's my concept. It's the concept we came up with together. So, like, it's it not, felt more like mine because I was the one who said it and thought it. Right. I guess I just gave it a title. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick Rubin, baby. I'm just I'm just here in the studio. I'm just here in the studio telling people what I think. Did you did you see that inter- do you are you know Rick Rubin? No. Rick Rubin's like a very famous music producer. And sure. I use the word producer lightly, apparently, who like 
did a lot of work with hip hop. Hip hop sounds the way it does because of Rick Rubin now. I love uh, his sandwiches. But also fuck yeah, he makes great <laughs> sandwiches. But he also produced for like Johnny Cash and like all these like famous people in many a genre. Mm-hmm. He was being interviewed by Anderson Cooper recently and Anderson Cooper was like, "How many instruments do you play?" and Rick's like, "None." <laughs> and Anderson laughs and he's like, "Okay, you do a lot of like sound mixing and stuff." And Rick's like, "I don't really know how to do that." And Anderson's like, "Uh, with all due respect, Rick, why are people paying you? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know, man. I just like know what I want. You know, I get in there and I, I tell them what to do. And, you know, then we make music, baby. There you go. And it's like, how, how did that happen? He's a god. He'll be in music textbooks for hundreds of years with the amount of records he's produced. But I don't know what that production really means. He like right. executive produces. Sure. Stuff or... Uh, associate produces stuff where he's just in the room he's saying that sounds great i think you should more hi-hat more cowbell he says okay michael yeah you said you said you wrote one thing down mm-hmm. but then i want to i want to address that but we're almost to the bottom of the episode and i haven't talked about law and order svu once and yes i have i have that in me so just whenever you're ready should i do my thing first I I think so. Okay. Has anyone ever had a massage where the masseuse hasn't told them how tense they are? I feel like that's just something they say, guys. Okay, so I've been watching Law and Order. Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone's always like, the masseuse told me how tense I was. Everyone says that. Michael, you're making me feel really targeted as the person who gets the most massages in your life. No, but it's not you. Everyone says it is what I'm saying. When I was in rehab, a lot of people got massages and they were like, dude, she was telling me how fucking tense I am. It must just be because I'm in rehab. And it's like, they just no, say I, it. I think everyone is tense. We're living under capitalism. That could, that's probably true. Absolutely. But then it's not worth saying. You know what I mean? I don't, first of all, I think it's a marketing tactic. It is. It's, and it's also, it's nice. It's a nice like psychological affirmation that. You know, this massage is a splurge, but it, you did the right thing because you are tense. I think so, too. Your, and it, your neck does hurt, actually. That's true. It's probably very validating. I think there's mm-hmm. probably some sort of like it, uh, functional aspect to it where they are trying to get you to relax a little bit because you're just like not used to getting massages. So your body's all weird. But it, we're all tense. You know what I mean? I mean, you've, you've been watching Law and Order. <laughs> We're also all sad, but would you say it's not worth talking about, Michael? I'm just saying, like, my therapist told me I was sad, and it's like, I know you went to a therapist. Let's get deeper <laughs> into this. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not, it, no one's ever like, my fucking back was really hurt, or my neck was really hurt, and they're like, the, the, the masseuse said I was so tense. And it's like, yeah, you went to a masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why else would you be there? <laughs> No one goes into a masseuse loose. That's hard to say. So I've been watching Law and Order SVU. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a perfect show. It is, yeah. It is. It's a perfect show. Um, I so you know my relationship with Law and Order SVU started when I was a a young youth watching yeah. TBS after school. Sure. And, you know, 
it grew into TNT. our favorite show. No, it was TBS. Really? USA and TBS syndicated it. Wow, I don't remember that. Um, Not worth interrupting. It became our favorite show. It became our favorite show when we were dating. And yeah. I just the fact that you also fell under the SVU spell and you get it yeah. makes me feel so seen. Like, yes. I know that you get it because I it's a very, it. like, it's a very particular show, but once you get it, it's incredible and you can't yeah. help but love it. Yeah. I wrote a couple things down that I love about it that I would love to discuss with you here today. <laughs> I, I would also love to discuss. It's one of the few shows where if someone says, I hate that show, I get I'm out. offended. I get offended. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you yeah. haven't given it a chance. What, like, you what are you talking about? You haven't given it a chance and you're not going to understand me. Yeah, Nothing exactly. like you're not going to like me if you don't like this show. We should just stop here. Yeah. First of all, starting at the top, the fucking theme song. Great. Fantastic. Name a more iconic audio cue than the bum, smooth bum. jazz. <laughs> the, the, the smooth elevator music that's intimidating, but, you know, it's still muted. It's perfect. Yeah, the graphics department did a great job with the back <laughs> backdrop. The, every time, every That's time so the good. composite images, yeah. I I love it. Got a lot of crossfades into the oh, American yeah. flag. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Here's a homeless guy and then iced tea. It's great. It's great. And then every every intro we end with the group shot. The group shot is fantastic. And it's like, what's your current? Who's the current cast? And yes. you know. This show is long as fuck. It's, I think, going into its 24th season. It's one of the longest running shows on television. It's incredible. I started with season four, which wow. I think is, it's the golden age because you've got Cregan as the captain, Warner as oh. the Emmy, Alex Cabot as the ADA, obviously Benson and Stabler, and then Finn and Munch. Yeah. And you've got Beatty Wong, uh, yes. you know, oh. Dr. Huang. Beatty it's, Wong. It's, it's the golden age of SVU, certainly. It's so good. So good. Um, I, I, the next thing that I want to talk about is how I hate on-screen violence, except for this fucking show. I yeah. don't know why the violence and the gore is so palatable to me. Yeah, it's it's just it's softened by the SVU aura of just like they have this way of saying the most insane shit and making it feel fine and normal and okay. Yes, that's true. Comedian John Mulaney started to expound upon this in a joke that he wrote, but I yes. don't even think that he got there. No. Because it, it, they say out-of-pocket shit. Yeah. Like, but it, the genius of the writing is that contextually, you're in there with them and you're like, yeah, he did inseminate that coma patient. Like it's <laughs> you're you are exploring concepts mentally that are so ridiculous and and horrifying, but like yeah. they package it up and they make it so digestible like a fucking McDonald's happy meal. It's incredible. It should be studied. It should be studied. The way that they are able to slip that in and you're fine, every you're not scared, it's not it's not too <laughs> no, gross. You're Everything's never scared. You're you the viewer feels safe the whole time. That's you know? true. Yeah. That's it's, very it's, true. It's incredible. Also, where are all of these extras coming from? Right. Every City. episode, they have like 20 extras. You've never seen them in your life. <laughs> Occasionally, there will be a celebrity, you know, guest star. Yes. That's yes. fun. But otherwise, 
are these people like, is this just what they do? They just guest star on procedurals and do nothing else. And they just look like very normal people. Yeah. How do you get a guest spot on SVU. Are you just walking by and they're like, we need a, a hospital doctor for this, you know, 20 second scene. And you're like, I'm on it. Yeah. And then you get two grand and you never act again. And you never act again. And that's, that's what York, it feels baby. like this is. <laughs> it's incredible. That is and, beautiful. And everyone, you know, I, I got to believe that that set is just magic because everyone, they get there and they act their absolute asses off. They do. I think that is an underrated part of the of the show. They are performing. It's a little camp. It's a little yeah. silly. Sometimes Ice-T has to deadpan very silly things. Yes, yes. But you just it's its beloved. I don't know. I don't you know learn to love to describe that. it. You yeah. learn to love it. They also like they give their characters. The characterization of the ongoing characters is so interesting to me because they have to have backstories. They're in every episode. You have to feel like you know them. You know, they have to drop little details about themselves and then occasionally they'll get episodes that further their plot. Yeah. Or, you know, something common is that if somebody is leaving the show, they'll get a couple episodes where like they're kind of the main character and it's about their life a little bit. But that's not usually what happens. Usually the show is not about these people at all and it's they're completely in this case and yeah, so it's true. like you you do know stuff about them but it doesn't matter because the show's not really about them and that but you still love them just because of their day-to-day -day interactions it's so interesting yeah that's very true they feel like work acquaintances a lot it, exactly think about our most beloved character ada Raphael barba love him we don't know a ton about his personal life that's and true. about his like character yeah we just we just see him in the courtroom and he fucking turns it on yeah. And we love him for it. That's true. Huh. I never thought about that. That's a very good point, though. Again, the writing should be studied for whatever spell yeah. they're casting over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick Wolf, man. He can make a fucking show. I'll he tell can. you what. Um, It's, an, it's a fucking dynamite cast. Everybody mm -hmm. in the main cast at all portions of the show in every season, they know what the show is, you know? Nobody's on there thinking that they're going to win prestigious awards. Yeah, Even though, yeah. you know, I think Mariska Hargitay has. But nobody's doing it for, for the clout. Yeah. They're on Law & Order SVU, and they know it. Yeah. <laughs> and they are doing great. And they're doing great. They're doing it's fantastic. Incredible. It's incredible. Also, you will develop a crush on all of them. Yes, yes, yes. Even, like... uh. Detective Jonathan Munch, who's just yeah. like an old, like libertarian, yeah. like skeptic. Richard Belzer. Richard Bell partnered with Ice T. This beautiful, like, co like combination of people. Also, Ice T's character is like more conservative than I remember. Like more politically mm. conservative, conservative, and it's very interesting. And it is a reminder of what political conservatism looked like in the early two thousands, which was like different, different, yeah. Less evil, it seems like. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still not great, but like less objectively evil. Yeah. Um, very, very interesting to watch those two interact. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's and that's what that's one of the beautiful duos, and that's why our, my cats are named after. Hilarious those two. to watch a scene with Finn and Munch the characters, and then think about Finn and Munch the cats. Yes, that also adds to the enjoyment. Yes. For me, absolutely. At least. Oh, for me too. For yeah. me too.
it's incredible. It's an it's incredible a show. Beautiful program. It, like I, I, I just love sending you clips of these moments that, you know, it seems like they have no real significance, but when you know and love the show so much, you can appreciate the little things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. I've been having so much fun. <clears throat> so that's our recommendation. That's our recommendation. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's all I wanted to say about it. I just I, so I just finished, uh, you know, spoilers for a twenty-year-old episode of a the longest-running <laughs> television show on in the world. Uh, I just finished Alex Cabot's exit, her first exit, where she oh, has yeah. to go into witness protection. Yeah. <sighs> so it's emotional. I'm gonna it miss is. her. Yeah. And, Ka- and Casey Novak's here now, and we don't trust her yet. I love that. Every time there's a new character, they have to go through this period of like, hmm, you're not the last person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to be a cop about this or are you going to be cool? Yeah. Also, that's that's a good point is, you know, I think a lot of people might argue that like Law and Order SVU maybe perpetuates ideas about cops and ideas yeah. about the efficacy of cops. Copaganda, they call it. It's And, and I think of it less of copaganda and more a fairy tale of what we yes, wish yes, cops yes. were. Yep, 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 yep. I I I I acknowledge that I don't live in this reality. You yeah, know, yeah, where yeah, like yeah. these very passionate people are fighting for victims and doing it because they know it's right and they can't stop and they can't pull themselves away because it's justice. Yeah. yeah. That's not where we live. No. But but I don't think it's resp- I mean I think it it has to be in order like I have to be able to indulge in law and order and able to in order to cope with the fact that police actually don't keep people safe. Totally. As long as you don't lose sight of that, I think you should be able to indulge. I yeah I think yeah. so too. It's like like it's like that would be like saying like misogyny is caused by Disney princess movies. Like I don't think that causation is there. Yeah, yeah. Does it does it perpetuate certain ideas? Sure, but like you can there's merit to escapism. Yep, I agree. Yep. I agree. Uh also before we sign off, you were talking about how poisonous conservatism is at the moment. Ooh. You've been following the Steven Crowder news? No. Okay. Steven Crowder. I just have to get this off my chest because I haven't talked about it with anybody. Ben Shapiro. Enemy of the pod. Mm-hmm. hate him he he owns a conservative media company called the daily wire right is uh, hilariously undergoing some criticism right now for having a terrible lip filler job hilarious hilarious <laughs> his lip filler is migrating and it's very obvious it's <laughs> funny <laughs> that's incredible we're on two different parts of the internet but they yeah, when they but when they, they, they come can, together in a beautiful way when they way. come together it's great uh <laughs> Okay, so he owns this conservative media company. Steven Crowder is famously known for his series Change My Mind, where he sits on college campuses and fucking debate bros, unprepared college kids to try to make them seem like dumb liberals. Mm-hmm. Which some Owning of them are, the but, but whatever. And he's racist. Uh, not allegedly. Just look, Google. <laughs> just, just is. Uh, just is. Uh, so he's been working for various conservative billionaires for the last, like, 10 years his whole career but he recently a contract was ended and ben shapiro slid him on offer right Mm -hmm. and so steven crowder on his show 
breaks the NDA and is like, this contract is fucking indentured servitude. This is slave labor. They're telling me that they're going to give me a fee for four years, but if I get banned on YouTube, which I do all the time, then they're going to cut that fee by 20%. And then if I get a strike, it's going to be another 10% or whatever. And so he was just like, I'm, I'm here to protect these kids that they're the other creators that are out here who are getting scummy contracts like this. Fuck Ben Shapiro. This wasn't a fair deal that he was presenting me. Mm-hmm. Now, all of the people on the right were like, wow, Stevens like exposing Ben Shapiro. This is very interesting to see the inner workings of this media company. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Shapiro came out and he was like, hey, guys. We offered him $50 million for four years. <laughs> and we just said, don't get kicked off of YouTube so you can't make content. So you can do your job still. And he just kind of went behind our back with that contract and acted like he was put in such a, his back was against the wall and they were trying to like enslave his YouTube channel when they were offering him $50 million for four years. And so then it just imploded and now everyone's like fighting on either side, but the, the tables really turned and now people are like, Steven, you should try to work like a normal job if you think (laughs) maybe losing 20% of $50 million over four years is indentured servitude. Uh, Wouldn't it be nice to have those problems? That would be nice to be looking at a $50 million contract and thinking, this doesn't seem fair. Yeah, I think I could do better. Mm, I think I could do better with this. Maybe you should buy my mugs, everybody. Mm. That would help me. (sighs) But yeah, that I just I had to get that off my chest because I hadn't talked to anybody about it. Silly. They're both stupid. Just in case that wasn't clear. You've been. This is going to show how uh, actually literate I am with politics. You've been following this whole Speaker of the House situation. They did they resolve that. They did, yes. Great. He just Can you got tell it. me how they resolved it? Uh, Matt Gates got a talking to, and then just <laughs> and then just flipped his vote, and so now it's he just he lost like fifteen times in a row, but then he just ended up getting it anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's real embarrassing. It's that real embarrassing, bad. but there is great footage of the god i forget his fucking name but the now the speaker of the house going up to matt gates in the audience and just like fucking like leaning over to him and talking to him and then matt gates just like dead dead stare looking ahead and then changing his vote like two hours later (laughs) so that's real good but yeah i was i wasn't following it but thankfully while i play rocket league ryan kind of updates me on that kind of shit oh the little king yeah the little king our little Mm -hmm. king ryan two two million we call him (laughs) <laughs> well <sighs> well i think you want to pull this train into the station we can pull a train into the station one of the 15 stations in the country <clears throat> yeah yeah not not stations there's more than one station per metro system that would be silly 15 metro systems yeah and we're one of them <sighs> and we're one of them you know <laughs> fuck uh new mexico yeah for real though for real though uh you ever been <laughs> in new mexico <laughs> no I have. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> I've been to Arizona. Is it a lot different? No. Yeah. No, it's the same. Just no grass. Yeah. Looks like a different planet. I, I think it's pretty, actually. It would be... It sucks that Utah is the prettiest state that we I have. agree. 
I agree. Because you had to go to the prettiest place and do the ugliest things. Eh? Yeah. 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 Oof. And like Montana is really beautiful, but like you don't want to live in Montana. No, Montana is gorgeous. And there is a, a world where I retire to a ranch in Montana. Yeah. But but not but that's, really. But that's your only I option. Christmas tree farm in Ohio. Right. But it's it's gorgeous. But it, uh, there's like no cell service in the whole That's state. what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. But like, why aren't we there? It makes me think like, everyone's like, why do aliens always land... In these bumfuck places, but it's like they're the they're the nice place. If I was an alien, I would I wouldn't go to fucking Cleveland. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. I would exactly. go to Montana or Utah. Right. I do love the alien tourist industry in the American Southwest. Yeah, that is great. I want to participate in it more. My boss told me one time that she just got she like paid a lady to take her out in a van in the middle of the night to the desert and point at stuff in the sky and talk about how it's definitely a UFO. And I want to do that so bad. I would love that. I would love it. I just want some crazy person to talk to me about their sky theories. I feel very similar about ghosts. I want some mm-hmm. passionate ghostbuster to like take me to a haunted house and tell me that the stuffed bear is talking because a ghost is making it talk. I've been on a ghost tour in Savannah, Georgia, which is supposed to be the most haunted city in America because of the violence there. Right. Um, but it, it was a sad tour. Right, but but you know that it was that concept you're describing. That sounds cool. Okay, all right, all right. I'll pick a different city, probably. Yeah, but I, I would do, say I do less like that cool concept. and more sad, but that yeah. concept exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, for sure, it exists, and I yeah, just want to. Yeah. I just want to be a part of it. Maybe a Bigfoot hunt too. Yeah, I've I've been to a I've I've been to like a gift shop that just sold a lot of, of Bigfoot stuff, and they were I like, would he's here for sure. Sp- I would spend so much money there. <laughs> spend so much money there. I like merch. Yeah. <laughs> I like you merch. You're, you're a merch guy. I'm a merch guy. What can I he's say? A, he's a merch guy. Crash Bandicoot statue. Did I show you that? You did. Uh, I ignored it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it looks 3D printed. No. Uh, you. It's Okay, guys. It's the resolution on the <laughs> webcam. She's being ridiculous. He's He's textured, Natalie. Uh, I can't see that. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> I can't. Look, his little his little fingers have a different texture than the gloves. What's wh- who is this? Who is Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, yeah. Oh, am I gonna? Regret yeah, you this? immediately regretted that, huh? <laughs> now, Natalie, <laughs> oh, when no. you launch a console, right? Mm-hmm. You need ever since Nintendo launched with Mario, it's like. We need a mascot. We need a guy that can represent, that can be a franchise, that can represent this shit, right? And PlayStation was an interesting one because they mostly farmed out to other developers, but Crash Bandicoot was one of the options. He was like, this is going to be like our 3D platformer. He's going to be a cool guy. His name's Crash. His name's Crash. You know what I mean? He's breaking Mm -hmm. boxes. He's eating mangoes. He's like, he's... (laughs) There's like some masks. That's me. That sounds like me. Exactly. Exactly. And he's just like a zany 3D platformer. I think the beauty of Crash Bandicoot games is they're more timing based than like skill based. And so it's like a a patient trial and error kind of thing. It's beautiful. And this is also why Sonic the Hedgehog is a beautiful character. Mm. Because when when Sega was releasing their staple consoles, they were like, "We we need a Mario competitor. And you know what? Mario's for kids. Right. 
It's for babies. It's for fucking babies. We're going to get a cool hedgehog that's blue that adults are going to fuck with. Like, he's going to be the cool. <laughs> I'm he's, glad you said fuck with. <laughs> he's going to be the cool one. And then he came out and he was so not cool. I think that's that's the beauty of Sonic is that he was billed as like not your nephew's video game, but it so is. And it's even worse. And it's like I, I love how not cool Crash and Sonic turned out to be when they were really just had the best intentions of just trying to compete with Mario and make a staple franchise. Hmm. Interesting. And, and so it's one, it's my favorite video game franchise maybe of all time. Michael, you have so many video game, favorite video game franchises. I can't keep up. I told you earlier when I was <laughs> trying to get your to tell you about Build a Bear that I can't. I try because I'm a good friend. I yeah. try to keep a mental note of all of my friends' favorite things, and I knew that your favorite Pokemon was the scary purple guy. Yes. And I, if you would have said what's Michael's favorite video game franchise, I probably would have said the one with the the Legend of Zelda. Yes, but but that's not right. It's another. I can't what, remember look, all of these things, Michael. They're they're all in my heart. It's like saying who's your favorite cat. You know what I mean? I I love them <laughs> equally. <laughs> I love them equally. Push comes to shove. Yeah, there's an answer. But but honestly, most days I'm gonna say I love all these things. You know this. Crash, I love just as much as Zelda for different reasons, you know. Okay. Halo, Rocket League, you know, like all these things, they they all serve a purpose and intertwine. I can't keep it all straight. It's and so... Haunter, <laughs> you shouldn't be friends with fucking dorks, I think is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be with like, go to I Buffalo Wild Wings. friends. Go to Buffalo Wild Wings because they wear on, he's got a Ravens jersey on. You know, you know what he's interested in. I don't. I couldn't discern what that jersey was. It's just a football jersey. <laughs> He'll tell you. But then it's just like one thing you got to remember. He likes the Ravens. No, when you do, when you're with a sports person, they start talking about people names. Right. That's the problem. And then they're running. Around. You got to remember rules. Yeah, I'm not really suggesting it, but I'm just saying, like, if if you are concerned about consolidating a man's interests, football's an easy one. I saw there. I've been being shown some TikToks uh, with the Bengals quarterback, who is cute. He is cute. So I don't know his name. It's Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. I know that because he's cute. Right. That's good. He's cute. Yeah. That's fun. What's happened to Tom Brady's face? Who you seen? You seen that Tom Brady? Giselle Bunchen's husband. Yes. Uh, I don't know. All the fat in his face went away. Did he get a buccal fat removal? I think he did for real. That's uh, that's happening right now. People are doing it, that because it looks unnatural and weird. Mm. He just had a normal guy face, and now he looks like you know a, a model that I. Does he look I like a know. series of unfortunate events character? I don't get that reference. Oh, that's what I think all people with. Google fat removal looks like. Yeah, it's just like really hard line cheekbones yeah. down kinda, to the mouth. Kind of gaunt. If your cheekbones are beside your mouth, something happened and it's a problem. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to see like that. Yeah, hit with one too many footballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. But he throws them. You hear? Did you hear about this whole <laughs> Shakira? <laughs> this whole Shakira thing? 
Okay, I read. We a gotta end the show soon. I, hold on, hold on. We gotta touch on this first. I read a headline. Uh, jam. Yeah. She found out someone was cheating on her because of a jar of jam. Okay, so she releases a banger of a breakup song. It is yeah. fully in Spanish, so I do not understand it. But I've it's seen hard. clips and translations, and it's fucking cold as hell. Nice. Um, she found out. I think her her uh i think they're probably exes now i think his name is gerard Piquet. he's a foot footballer nice uh but he obviously doesn't like eat sweets and stuff because he's a footballer right their kid didn't like like it and so there was this jam that was opened <laughs> that she didn't open and she found out that way <laughs> idiot I just, I love, obviously cheating's wrong. I love that. Or, you know, within the confines of your relationship, whatever makes sense. Whatever makes sense. But I just love that he in his mind was like, okay, I got the glitter off my face. Mm -hmm. I I got the perfume off my clothes. I got the perfume off my clothes. The kid was out playing with his friends. Everything's cool. I'm in the clear. He did so much. I threw Mm -hmm. the receipts away. Our bank accounts are separate. Everything's cool. And then a jar of jam. And she, I love Shakira picking it up and being like, are you fucking somebody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did that bitch eat my jam? I didn't fucking yeah. open this. Who opened this? Yeah. And he had to say, uh, clearly I didn't, you know, because right. I'm, a, I'm a footballer. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. That song came out the same week as the Miley Cyrus breakup song that just came out oh, so it's been know. a it's been a big week for breakups and music who'd she break up with well liam hemsworth again they've been i mean it's been a saga but so they are they're divorced officially i think and she's revisiting that yeah that's cool she uh she filmed a music video and she apparently filmed it at the like a motel which is a motel that he used to like take people to to cheat on her <laughs> at. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love I love that because that's such an indie musician thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I just love that it was a $200,000 production. Yeah. And there was a crew at this motel. Mm-hmm. Also, he couldn't spring for the fucking W or whatever. Like, why is he slumming it? Well, I don't know. He's not Thor. He's the other one. Right. Right. So how much money does he have? I think they're from a wealthy family. I'm almost certain. Mm. They always are. They always are. Even Miley. Yep. But she earned it. Well, and she has suffered a lot of trauma as a child star. That's true. That's a good point. (laughs) That's a good point. Don't they all? Eh. Well. (laughs) Anyway. Don't they all? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Crash is good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing about Law and Order, the last thing. Yeah. The monologue at the beginning. Great. I'm not going to say it, but I could. You could. And that's the important part. And that's the important part. And that's the important part. And also, if you're going to rewatch, which I think everyone should, or watch for the first time, God bless you, uh, 
you and I used to put lyrics to the intro song. Yes. Yes. Right. Correct. The one that I've always kept, and it's because it's the shot that doesn't change, mm-hmm. is the last uh, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Which is, this is a group shot. Right. Correct. It's really good. I it's, encourage you. Mm-hmm. It, it makes it very fun. It's listen a whimsical to that. experience. Yeah. Listen to that melody. The lyrics are, this is a group shot. You'll know, you'll know how to sing it right away. Yep. Just keep that in your heart, in your mind. And, and I think if you're looking to improvise lyrics while you're, the rest of the song is going, we don't have any other set lyrics, really. It, you just kind of have to freestyle about who's on the screen yes. and what what they do. Yep, and um, what the crossfades c- turns into. And what into. the crossfades are. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. You'll get it. You'll get <laughs> it. You, you'll, you, it's really easy once you start. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new improv game, Law & Order theme song. Yeah. Uh, could I get a one-word suggestion? Um <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think it's time to say thank you to um, Kevin Budnick for our cover art, as well as Michael, as well as Ryan and Brandel, our little king. And oh, I, I actually I looked up uh, Brandel's name. <laughs> this episode as- never going to end. <laughs> hey, you shut up. I had a lot to say. <laughs> no, I love it. I looked up Brandel's name. Brandel is his, is his last name, but Alex is his first name. And it means it's defending men in Greek. I like that. So that's some real Jordan Peterson ass shit. That's funny. <laughs> thank you to our little king and our defender of men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thank you to Paige for amazing edits. And Paige came over to my house and set up a whole. This is I have a new whole thing. I'm recording in a new and in, in Audacity now. I'm up to to speed. I got a whole new situation. So thank you to Paige. Uh, and thank you to you for listening to this episode uh, and, you know, hanging out with us <laughs> during this hour and a half long episode. It's been <laughs> great. Thanks. A I had a lot. To form. A return to form. A return to form. Uh, <laughs> we used to do you, 90 minutes every week, which is insane. We used insane. to just knock it out. Yeah, mm. I got I got tired. <laughs> uh, so anything, anything to add before we go? No. Great. Well... <laughs> I think I think all that's left to say then is good, good night, night New, New York. York. We love you. Bye. My ex we were on and top of my I yeah. podcast their talking exes for the rest of us. Bye. <laughs>